talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to the Oh, damn, that was. Nailed it. The. I don't know what it is. It's, you know, sometimes I want to say la, sometimes I want to say LA. <laughs> Hey, it's your show. Feel it, brother. Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with two wonderful guests. I probably talk Clippers hoops with these two people more than anybody that I talk to, even more than Jesse, I'm sure. Uh, You've already heard his voice. Trent, introduce yourself. I am uh, Trent Maddox, former host of Clippers 9450, now defunct, but uh, I'm happy to be here. And I'm here with the Hall of Fame coach, Damo. How you doing, sir? I am not Hall of Fame. I am my rookie season as mm-hmm. coach. So um, high praise for somebody who's a rookie. But I thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome to be back. I'll say this. And because for someone who's done it before, you don't really get paid to be a high school basketball coach. So if you do it, it's because you enjoy doing it. So kudos to you, especially finding the time and energy to do it. It's the love of the game. Absolutely. It's the love of the game. <clears throat> for the love of the game, we'll talk about the Clippers. Uh, usually for the last month or so, it's just me, me and Jesse saying like, hey, do you like things? Yeah, I like things. Do you like <laughs> things? No, it's all right. But now we got some, some news that I think is in- interesting, especially going into the trade deadline. Uh, Zoo. Went from day to day. Went from almost playing in that Minnesota game. <laughs> he was, <laughs> like, he, he was, was on the court during warmups. Yeah. He was he, like, I was watching the updates on Twitter, and it was like, okay, he's uh now questionable. Okay, it looks like he's gonna start. Actually, now he's a scratch, and now Tyus is starting. Okay, and then it was it was day to day. We all thought he might come back for the next game, or at least the game after that. And then Shams is like, no, he's out for four weeks. And if we all know Clippers injuries, it's probably not going to be just four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like, we may, maybe I'm being hyperbolic. Maybe I'm being, you know, too extreme. Would not be surprised if we don't see Zoo till March. Just knowing Clippers history. Four weeks will put us around beginning of February. And then all-star break. And then what's just say he needs another couple weeks to go. That that puts us around March 1st. <laughs> so uh, I hope I'm too extreme. I'm actually hoping that the injury is not as bad. It's just four weeks because it's four weeks. And then maybe he's back after the all-star break. That's, that's my optimistic thinking. But it's Clippers basketball. I will get your guys' thoughts. Uh, who would like to go first? I, I will say we're in uncharted territory with Zubats. This is a guy who's played, what was it, 370 of the 382 games yeah. he's been available as a Clipper. I mean, this guy never misses time. So this is the first significant injury in season we've seen. Uh, he did, we forget, but he did hurt his uh, was his, his knee at the end of the Western Conference Finals and missed the last game of that. I think so. I think yeah, he had like he, spring, something yeah. like that. And I think so, he had a calf strain in 2022 yeah i remember missing like 
three or four games with it. Yeah. And it was like a big deal. So yeah. I have a calf strain currently, so I know what he's going through. Only he's going through it at a higher rate because he's, you know, twice as tall as I am. Uh, uh, how, long are you, my, how, long, how long are you out for? I've been out for two months, but okay. I'm also over twice as old as he is. Okay. So uh, we're, we're cool. All we're right. Cool. <laughs> uh, I think it, I think they're going to be okay with with Plum and Tice. Uh, I think they won't rush him back. They'll also see how they're going. So I mean, they got options. Yeah, I I do feel like we're in a much better place now with this with this injury. Like we 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 signed these guys, Plumley in the off season, Tice recently, for these situations, right? So. It does feel like we were going, we were hitting our stride. You know, we were talking about first place. I still think we could get first place with this team. I just don't know if it's going to be as easy without our rim protector. Top three rim protector, I believe, in the league. You know, I was saying two months ago that Zoo's expendable, and now he feels like one of the most unexpendable players that we have. You know, uh, so I jumped the gun. I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, it, it it did. I would. I'm gonna say this. Like he's probably behind. Uh, behind the big three in terms of the most important player on the team. Uh, you know. Uh, after that, it gets you know between Man Powell and whoever. Um, but Zoo is probably the fourth most important person on the team. And uh, hopefully, it's not as bad. I've seen calf strains become Achilles injuries too, and I so I. I would rather have him miss as much time as he can. Uh, Damo, how do you feel? Uh, you just the last point you made. I was about to hit on that. Um, he gets re he gets reevaluated for a week, so he's not out for weeks. He's going to be out much longer than that. Yeah. Uh, react re reevaluated him for weeks. Um, yeah, y'all know how I feel about calf strains. I've said it multiple times in our group chat. Um, I don't play with him. You know, you got a calf strain, a crash strain. Just sit it out and let it heal up because, like you said, with we seen it with arguably one of the greatest players to score the basketball in in the finals, and it's, it's not cool. Like you don't want to lose nobody out for Achilles in January, February, or mm-hmm. uh, any other significant injury when you could just avoid it. Um, right. I feel more confident that we have Mason back and. Was able to get Tyson. They actually playing. They're playing well. You know, Mason had his first start um, in our last game, and he, he's he's playing well. I believe the pick and roll between him and James um, is going to be very similar to how the pick and roll between him, he and Zuis, maybe a little bit more exciting because Mason is more athletic. Defense won't will not be the same without Zu. We all know that, um, but. It's still, we still should be fun. We still should be able to survive games without Zoo. Um, we saw the impact it had when we when Zoo was scratched, last minute scratch, and it cost us a game. Uh, guys also didn't play play their best, but it is what it is. Uh, we just got to move forward. Um, speedy recovery, Zoo, get well soon. And um, Mace, Tice, just hold it down. I love that Mason fits right in and, and can take that. Those minutes, he's basically the same style, traditional mm-hmm. center as Zubats. Uh, he is a better rim rim threat for sure, and not the defensive mm-hmm. player. Damo has that read perfect. So, hey, I, I think that'll be fine. 
Tice is still playing yeah. great, and uh, now we don't have to worry about one of them getting rusty on the bench. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <true>. <laughs> and we don't have to worry about going super small. Like, well, we still Clyde's still gonna go super small. Yeah, we always have but, to worry about that. <laughs> but yeah, but it's it's by design, not by not being forced to go super small. So I, I think uh we've had this chat a few times, but I think even with the trade line trade deadline approaching, we would still prefer to keep all three big men on this roster just because you know, situations like this. But I did feel like just, you know, if they were trying to find a solid wing or something, you know, Mason Plumlee's contract could maybe possibly be added on to make something happen. I do feel like with this injury now, you're probably not trading any of the any of the big men for sure just because of that, unless they were really confident Zoo could be back by the end of the All-Star break. Uh, I guess it, it's one of those things is like, do you feel with the trade deadline approaching that the Clippers have enough right now and can move any pieces to bring in? I'm, I'm assuming we all want at least a four, you know, um, a wing. That's the dream. Right? <laughs> Even uh, we don't necessarily need a starter, but I would say all three centers are now off the table. Our three stars are off the table. Um. We go back and forth on Russ, you know, and, <laughs> you know, and I do feel like when players start to sit out, I think Ty's move is just like, all right, I'll put Russ in the game, you know, <laughs> and it's just, it's just, that's just how it's worked out. It's like, he's like, my center's hurt. Yeah. Okay. Russ, you're playing 35 minutes tonight. And we're all like, well, that doesn't make any sense. He's like, yeah, he's, he's a good rebounding guard, but it doesn't equal to the other seven, seven inches that we're yeah. missing on the court. Right. So, no. so uh, uh, I feel are, like yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brian. No, I, no, I just good. feel like, given what we just saw, it would be malpractice for the front office to up and decide. Yeah, well, we have three bigs. We're just gonna move them for a smaller player. Like that makes absolutely no sense to me if they was to go that direction. Um, simply because you won't have to play Denver in the playoffs. Like to get to the to get to the finals, you're gonna to have to run into Denver. Uh, as much stuff oh. as we give the Lakers, mm-hmm. you're gonna to have to run into Lakers in the playoffs, or Minnesota, Possibly. or Minnesota, yeah. or all big teams. The yeah, Pelicans are big, big teams. Team. Pelicans, even if you get to the finals, you're gonna to have to run into Boston is a big team. Milwaukee mm-hmm. big is team. a big team. Defense is questionable, but they're a big team. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're gonna to have to run to Philly, who's a big team. Uh-huh. So. At the end of the day, I mean, six, 12, 18 fouls to use on big men. I'm, I'd rather do that versus 12 fouls to use on big men. Um, with that sure. being said, as of now, I like the way the team, the way it is. I would say just stand back. Um, if he was to make a move, I would try to bring in somebody, somebody else with a championship-level experience, i.e. Bruce Brown. Probably won't happen. Um, but that's somebody I would look for. Just somebody that has has been there before and knows what it takes just to add somebody else. I mean, we have that guy in PJ Tucker, but we all know how we feel about PJ Tucker. <laughs> right. So um, PJ wants being, out. He wants yeah. out. But at the same token, if he was to buy into a small role and maybe like a Udonis Hazlon role, that could be beneficial to us. Because he's been around the block a few times and he has a ring. And his ring is recent. 
And I feel that he has so much knowledge to give to young guys like Kobe and Amir still. And those guys that, that we need, it gives it to be beneficial. But yeah, we'll see what happens. With, honestly, I don't care if we keep PJ as long as he's not playing. Like he could he could hang out, have like his little shoe documentaries on Clippers social media <laughs> and stuff like that. Like I I don't mind. And I know like he's a Harden guy and and stuff like that. And if we ever were in a real true pinch, he could give us ten minutes a night and then hopefully he doesn't have to go back in for the rest of the year. Kind of something like that. You know, <laughs> like we're gonna need some guys to play in those final two games and we're sitting everyone, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um I don't know if they're going to disrespect a veteran like that, but you know, he's it. killing it in those stay ready games. Just kill it. I, I yeah. have no idea. Like if we ever needed someone to go in there, push someone around get four fouls, then we have someone right now. I don't, I don't, I think he feels he he's a little bit more valuable than that, but there yeah. are teams that are looking for that actually want to bring him back teams that have had him before Miami's interested in him. Uh, I heard Phoenix is Phoenix is interested in him. The, Bucks, as well. the Bucks are interested in him. And uh, there's a rumor going around that Washington would be willing to kind of make a deal to get off some of their long-term money, and then they could buy him out and allow him to go wherever he wants. Get him. If that happens, then it happens. You know, (laughs) it's it would be getting something for nothing essentially because we're we're not getting anything from PJ unless you count veteran leadership. And and Uh, PJ has that extra year in his contract, so so I, I feel like that's you know. A former Clipper uh, GM there going, hey, we'll do you the solid. And we'll yeah. just, we'll, we'll take him in. We'll buy him out. And then, uh, and it, yeah. To be fair, if Washington wants to get off, say, Denny Avila's contract before the extension kicks in, now's the time to do it because next year he makes 15. Yeah. And if they don't want to hold on to Denny Avila for the next four years, well, now would be a good time to just dump him and hit reset. And Avila's already Denny. said that he's, he somewhat disapproves of the some of the players on the team. The dude's having a great season too. So I mean, mm-hmm. his his trade value is relatively good right now. So so yeah, if we uh they just traded for Marvin Bagley, who makes around yep. 12, 12 and a half as well. Um, I believe though this is is this his final year of his contract? I think so. So the, they're not you know they're not needing to get off of Marvin Bagley's money either. Right. So. Um, unless they want to resign him or I don't know, but, um, if, if that were to be the case, then he, you know, he gets bought out, he goes to one of these other teams. Hopefully we get, and like, keep in mind, like Washington, I believe does have cast space. The, the, con, the, con, the cast space doesn't necessarily need to be even. We just can't take in more than Correct. what PJ was making. Right. But Washington, we can take less, but not more. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to equal uh, in terms of the trade. We do need to give them a piece that they feel like they're getting something out of it. And that might be Brandon Boston. That might be Musa. That might be somebody. You it, know? it might just be cap flexibility. Honestly, it could be, you know, that's, that's true, truly valuable when you're a team like Washington, because if they have cap flexibility, that makes them a good dumping spot for other teams who want to get rid of big contracts. You can absorb that and take in those extra draft picks. And it's, they're in for a long rebuild because it's, (laughs) the team's terrible. And you got got a lot, they got a lot of work they got to do in Washington. Um, Yep. A lot of work. 
So uh, I don't. I like Donald said. Like if 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 February passed and the Clippers didn't make a move, I'm okay with Amir Coffee being basically the backup four, and it's been working out. It's been good. He's actually played extremely well. Uh, I would like to get someone a little bit taller, you know, that we could bring in, but it's not like I'm willing to sacrifice anybody's minutes either. So that's where the, the where it gets a little bit. But like I said on the pod before, like Amir is one of those guys who's like, thank you for playing really good for these two months. We now got someone who could take your spot kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it, there's also the buyout market. There's also can, the buyout can we, market. Can we still participate in the buyout market? This year, yes, up to the mid-level exemption. So okay. it's, it's like 11 mil or something like that. Okay. Next year we can't though, right? Right. Because we're a second level, second tier team. I think next year it changes. Yeah. I, you know I, what? I'll take that back. I would make a deal, but it would be for like a, a Sadiq Bay type of player. Where oh, okay. They could give what Amir gives, just, just bigger. Not in terms of fight, but just got more size to him. <laughs> There's another situation. I have no idea what's going on in Atlanta. Man, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a mess! Like yeah, everyone's on, everyone's on the terrible. trade block on that team, <laughs> and they, but everyone's been on the trade block on that team for at least the last three seasons. So, except uh, for Trey Young, except for Trey yeah. Young, and apparently Coaches now, too. apparently now he's on the trade block too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, San Antonio. Yes, San Antonio could be a place. Uh, they might get Murray back. <laughs> You know, like that, that that's crazy. I saw that. I saw that. I don't know if I should call it a rumor or a report. Some some of these reports are just rumors themselves. So uh it's it's tough sure. to to navigate uh what's real, what's not real on uh X. Uh <laughs> uh but yeah, the so I I don't know if the Clippers will do anything necessarily. Uh I expect them to do something. I even expect, even if it's dumping off PJ and then, like you said, testing out the buyout market, see who's available. Um, that could be certainly an option. They might even uh, make a roster space for Jordan Miller. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, he, he's he, been amazing. He doesn't necessarily solve the size issue, but if for whatever reason we had to attach Amir who's played really well or something like that, you know, Jordan Miller could come up and at least contribute. Now, it may be too soon. I will be the first to tell you G League stats don't translate to NBA uh, success always. But right. he is the leading scorer in the G League. So he knows how to put the ball in the hoop and he knows how to play defense. You know, so... I would like to see it. It might not be this season where we see it, but it's an option. I'll just throw that out there. You know what? What I would love to see, like we wave PJ and we somehow um, sign Blake on wow. the, on the buyout and end the um, so he can end his career with us. I would like that. Yeah, especially he is he there's size there now he doesn't really use it at this age like uh but it it would be really cool for him to put on this generation's uh clippers jersey with the number 32 on it yeah. uh if he could get a ring and he got it with us that would be really cool he's 610 you know he could still hoop a little bit and we're not asking him to go out there and play even probably not even play eight to ten maybe eight to ten minutes tonight. 
Not even that. But it, it, it won't happen. He's a he's a Sterling guy. He got drafted in the Sterling era. Um, so chances of that happening is very slim to none. Even if Bomber would, I just feel like Blake wouldn't accept it. Um, well, Blake's so, sitting at home doing nothing right now. So <laughs> I'm sure I hope he's, he's staying well, in shape. I'm sure he's well taken. I'm sure he's well off right now. And oh, yeah. I love Blake, but he I'm I'm pretty sure he's not complaining whatsoever right now. Um, yeah. So just like I feel like I think Gilbert Arena said it, like don't the only Clippers players to get their jerseys in the Raptors are the current players we have now. It's two one three and maybe James if he retires a Clipper. Like I don't see CP three, I don't see Blake, BJ, like JJ, none of those guys getting their jerseys retired by LAC because they was all Sterling guys. I don't see CP3 just because there's been a lot of anti CP3 and he's played for some rivals since then, you know, but, and he's been linked to the Lakers. I'm still, I still want to be surprised when he's 43 years old and he still wants to play NBA ball. He's playing for the Lakers. Um, but out of those three, I do think, yeah, Blake has the best chance but he's also not been on the team in almost in a, in almost what seven eight years six years six years six years. So like a lot's happened in the world since then. Like you know, COVID, two different presidencies. <laughs> like we're, there's a lot. <laughs> like the the new Blake arena. Griffin, yeah, new arena. Like. The, the the Blake Griffin era is pretty far removed, and we'll see where this team. I, I honestly think regardless of how the two one three era finishes, Kawhi's probably getting his number retired. Uh just simply because of his stature, who he is, and the fact that he's been like I, I brought this up on the last pod, but I was I was saying like, you know, in the Sterling era, that's a good way to put it, the Sterling era. Uh, players basically got drafted and it was basically a tryout for other teams. Basically, yeah. come here, play well, go get paid somewhere else. And sometimes players got traded here and their careers just fell apart. <laughs> you know, Andre Miller's worst season of his like career was part of the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, Baron, da- uh, Baron Davis, the high of playing for the Warriors, comes to the Clippers and, you know, you have Sterling like shit talking to him on the sidelines, stuff like that. Like, it's it was a dysfunctional franchise. There's not really anybody in that era who probably, I'm not saying doesn't deserve to have their number retired. It's just, they weren't here long enough to have their number retired. Uh, or they, they just weren't playing good enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, probably what it is. They just weren't good enough. Like we have, we have fond memories of a lot of players, you know, there's some players who did come here and probably have their best years here than they did somewhere else. You could probably look at Darius miles. You know, it's not like he did much. Oh, Cleveland. Ellen Brand had his best years here. Corey McGetty. Corey McGetty certainly had his best years here. Um, Quinn Richardson had, I think, a, a couple of solid years for Orlando, right? But he, for the most part, had his best years here. I'll say Phoenix. Uh, maybe Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. Eric Podikowski should probably get his number retired, but we know that won't happen. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, Cayman, baby. Uh, but uh, The caveman. <laughs> I love, you know, that's what maybe the fourth came in reference on the spot. <laughs> uh, but Not yeah, like, I think why, yeah. you know, this is a good transition into the new arena. We have the all-star game coming up in 2026. Yep, yep. Um, hopefully, hopefully we have a championship to put up there. Uh, so Laker fans could finally uh, get off our comments on Twitter. 
Um, but it'll never happen. The, the, the comments thing will never, ha- they'll always, yeah. once you get one, they'll be like 17 to one. And they don't even know five of those titles were won in Minneapolis when there were eight teams in the league. Most of them weren't alive when they, when they won yeah, those. I mean, come on. <laughs> now. So, yeah. No, like, no, just not like for real. Like prior to the bubble championship, the Lakers last championship was 09 and 2010. With mm-hmm. the Kobe's last two, yeah, it's just Kobe. Yeah, a lot of Kobe a lot of them was only like what two, three years old. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. now, like you, you, you wasn't there to see this. Like, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, this does look like it's going to be a Clippers only hosted event. Uh, Adam Silver did mention that maybe the Lakers could play part on the weekend of some sort. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if maybe. They hold uh, a special game at the Crypto.com Arena or something, a showcase game of some sort. Maybe the G League game could play be played there or something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll give them the, uh, what, what is it, the, the Hollywood All-Stars game. <laughs> yeah. The celebrity game, yeah. Yeah, they could have the celebrity game. I actually think it would be really interesting if they played one of the events outside. On the on the outside court of the Interdome, I think that would be a really interesting thing. Like, I'm not, not? like, I like, I'm not, I don't know, maybe the skills competition or the G League game or something like that could happen on the outside court. I think that'd be really cool. I uh, doubt it. I don't know. I think that they're gonna use the form for all that stuff. That's true. So yeah, you know what? The Lakers are going for all that stuff. That's I think Adam, Adam, Adam Silver is probably just being nice. I don't really see how the Lakers are gonna play a part in this weekend at all. <laughs> like, there's just, there's nothing like they for may, them to they do. may do some type of like like honor ceremony at the the actual forum for the uh, Lakers because that's where they play. But I I just don't see it. That's where uh, the so, catering's gonna be. Yeah, I I just can't see it to be honest. Um, playing outside, I don't see that either. It's gonna be too cold. Like, yeah, well, you live in California, but it's, it's still it's still it's still winter, the middle of the winter time. First week of February, in California weather well, it's gonna be like sixty degrees. <laughs> Uh, it may be it may be colder. Like you down the street from the beach, Josh. I, I live in Inglewood. That's true. We, oh, okay. we down the street from the beach. It's you are you different. are into a dome uh, adjacent like, r- reporter neighbor here. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Uh, My next door neighbor works is is doing the construction down there. Is one on the construction crew. Nice. Oh, that's and, pretty uh, cool. He was telling me he goes, man, I don't know, I don't know what you what you guys are thinking. Yeah, that building ain't gonna be ready. <laughs> summer he goes, he goes, it's nowhere close man i was like okay i feel like it's uh just mm-hmm. from the uh and the, i don't mean this to sound disrespectful i'm just saying it from some like i feel like it's the same pictures that we saw six months ago <laughs> we're still seeing the same arena like it's some things are a little different but for the most part it looks the same that i did six months ago like uh i my favorite part was that they made the all-star announcement while people were still working on the arena like i don't know if that was purposeful but (laughs) but like people you just hear like uh, jackhammers and like you know really loud noises in the background uh there's a time crunch we got to get this thing finished (laughs) yeah i'm actually it was perfect i'm actually surprised with this being you know the last year before the end to it open that they just not playing the games at the forum you know, oh, like that'd be cool because Bomber bought it. Bomber bought the form, so I'm surprised. Yep. Like LAC not playing their their home games at the form. Right, they would... probably tried to. They probably waited to like they like just like the league to approve it. 
but that would have made more sense. That would have been yeah. really cool. I don't know if there's a there's a contract with the crypto that they can't do that. Maybe that's oh, that's possible, true too. Possibly, that's but true too. it would have been cool if maybe there was select games that they could have played at the Kia Forum or something like maybe a game a month they played at the Kia Forum or something like that or like they used to do at the Honda Center. Yeah. Slash Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim. <laughs> or <laughs> even even if like to to your point, Domo, like uh, a preseason game at the Kia Forum, kind of just like, hey, you know, next year we're gonna play in Inglewood. Like, mm-hmm. let's have a game in Inglewood. You know, like absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, we were we were talking a little bit about this year's All Star Game. Uh, coming up. Uh, James Harden. I I personally feel may get screwed out of the game. He's the fourth highest voted point guard, but I just feel like there's more popular names i think surrounding him that you know the coaches and play is it coaches and players it's just coaches right or it's coaches and players i think it's coaches Which, maybe co- coaches coaches and players 25 percent. media 25 percent. fan vote 50 percent uh okay. the top three guards are luka Doncic, stephen curry and shea gilgis alexander domo you call that dead on and then james harden's about one and a half million behind and uh, which is impressive because I know for a fact Brian's voted for him at least 70,000 times. That, those are all my votes. That's those are all you. <laughs> That's all me. Uh, but but I, he is top four right now. Who's right behind him? Right behind him is Kyrie Irving and Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kyrie's know. not that popular, but Darren there's Fox, there's John Morant, hilariously in eighth. Uh, and then Devin Booker is in ninth. See, I could see the coaches and players putting Devin Booker over yeah. James Harden. I can't because I listen to I listen to a lot of NBA radio and okay. a lot of it they when they talk about these type of votings, like they take winning serious. And Devin Booker may get in there as a ball card, but um, so I'm looking at the standings now, right? So mm-hmm. as far as the, the guards in the West, you have. Ant, Ant-Man, SGA, Jamal Murray, James Harden, Pelicans have nobody. Sacramento has Fox. That's five. Dallas have Luka and Kyrie. That's nine. Then Phoenix has Booker. That's, no, that's eight. So eight total. Eight total guards in the West that's all-star caliber. And nine, including Steph. Sorry. They're way down there. So you have nine, nine guards. That's in the Western Conference to make the All Star team, and of those, I don't think Murray's going to make it. Nah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think Fox is going to make it. Nah, I don't. I don't think Kyrie not. is going. I don't think Kyrie is going to make it. Probably no, not. Probably not. So it this it's a good chance that James could make it. It's possible. I think that one of the things that he really has going for him is since the trade and the activation, he hasn't missed any time. He's literally he's been out there every game, and that that's a big deal. That's a really big deal. He he's looked good. Mm-hmm. He's saying all the right Mostly. things in the media. Uh, the teams looked good. Most importantly, I'll, I'll say that um, for sure. Yeah, like I want him to make it. I think it would be pretty cool to have him have an All Star jersey. Usually, there's a, a your team's logo on it, very small somewhere on it. It'll be cool to have a James Harden. Clippers All Star Game jersey. I do believe Paul George and Kawhi should make it uh, on the front court. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, I think both I, of them will. Kawhi has a higher chance than Paul. Kawhi's almost a shoe in. I mean, he's yeah. borderline starter material. I, I think Paul George was ranked seventh today when I saw it. Seven. Uh, yeah. Usually, I'm just looking at the Clipper names. I'm not really looking at everybody else's name. I know uh, Jokic is up there, and per, is Durant up there? It's, it's yeah, it's LeBron, Joker, and Durant are the top three in that order. Okay, so they'll make it for sure. Then and then and then it's Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Kawhi. He'll make it. He'll make it. Shangun PG. All right. So that's where that's where it gets interesting. I would probably say it's PG. I do know occasionally, uh sometimes the NBA will throw a bone to a team that hasn't had an all-star in a while, and that's where Sagoon might be able to get in. Uh but I think Paul George is in. Now there's always the occasional injury right before the all-star game. And then, you know, maybe that's how Harden, maybe that's how George gets in. But uh, yeah, uh, I think that's where Devin Booker probably comes into the all-star picture is like, you know, there's an injury right before the all-star game. And then it's like, Hey, let's get Devin Booker in there. Right. Uh, yeah. I still just, have no idea why they don't take 15 guys per, per <laughs> conference. It just doesn't make any damn sense. It's not they, costing you anything. Just they honestly, 15. They honestly should just do the top 20 players and just let them all play. Like, I bet you there are some players that get really competitive in the All-Star game, but I would say for the most part, people just like the selection and not necessarily playing and risking getting hurt and stuff like that. So <laughs> but just, just do 20 players per conference. And then the the people on the bottom who barely got in, those are the people who could play the 25 minutes and then let the people who were stars only play 15, you know, like um, in baseball, there's, there's obviously a lot more players that play yeah. in those all-star games, but there's at least a representative from each team in the all-star game. That would be wackadoodle. Yeah, there's yeah. just there's too many there's too many teams and not enough players for the NBA to do that. <laughs> but it would be interesting if it was something of that nature. Yeah, but, I, I don't know. I don't know. Shingun is going to be a tough sell, um, just because they're two games below 500. They're out of the playing tournament. You know, it's just going to be a tough sell, in my opinion. I think I think Minnesota is going to get two All Stars. Uh, Bear. Yeah, probably go beer. Uh, I don't see OKC yep. really getting two all stars because it's like it's Shea and it's just a collection of guys that do it by committee. Denver, maybe Jamal may get in, may not. Yeah, I think it's going to be a hard sell for LAC to get three guys in all star game. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but unless it's an injury replacement thing. Yeah. Right. Maybe and I think there. the two shoeing, I think the two shoeings for sure is going to be uh, Kawhi and PG. Had LAC been top one or top two, and it could change. Maybe by then they will be top two. Um, but I, I just don't see it. Uh, I don't see New Orleans getting anybody. I don't see Sacramento getting anybody unless it's by injury with Fox. Fox can get anybody injury. Maybe Sabonis has played really well too. He has. Um, I don't know. We'll just have to see how it shakes out. I just know from experience and following all-star games, when it comes to the reserves, it's, the folks yeah. go based on who's winning and who's performing at a high level. Yeah. And uh, the Easter Conference, I think, is a little bit more straightforward. <laughs> you know? Uh, For sure. 
but there's just this, there's a lot of uh parody in the Easter Conference around once you get past the top teams, there's a lot of parody in terms of like mid to bad teams there. And then on the Western Conference, there's a lot of parody from the first place team almost to even the tenth place team in terms of talent. Like it's, basically it's like one to eleven, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh at any like the tenth place team by the end of March could possibly be a top four seed. You know, it's just the way it's I I haven't checked it in the last minute. If you guys want yeah, to check you it haven't out. checked it in. Yeah, you haven't. Because Atlanta is 10th place in there, what? Yeah. Six games so, below 500? So, like, the Easter Conference is set. <laughs> in the West, the 10th place team, though, is, what, four games behind the top four seeds or something like that? So, the Lakers is 10th place. They're, nine game. They're three games back out of six. There you go. So... So like it's anybody's game from from there. Like uh, I think the Jazz have looked strong the last month or so. I'm I, I'm hoping Damo could get his Rockets to do the Lord's work and get the Lakers out of the plan. That's 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 what I need right now. The Rockets uh, is gonna rock it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- let me ask you guys this: Do you think uh, the Warriors are officially out? Like they're not gonna even touch the play in, like not even pretend to play for the play in in March. Like, do you think they're just done? It's tough to say because we don't know what can happen between now and the, and the deadline, you know? So it's, it's just tough to say, but as of now, as if presently constructed, absolutely not. They might as well just be ready for the lottery. That's no. where they're headed. I, no, I think that, that they can still turn it around. You think so? Oh yeah, they they could still turn it around. I mean, Wiggins cannot play worse than he's played. I mean, it's awful. Uh, Clay has been just all over the place, and that dude's playing for a contract. Uh, Draymond has been nothing but a distraction. Hopefully, look, I was Draymond drives me crazy. The guy is too talented to be essentially like a video game character out there playing basketball. That's strong statement saying talented. All right, let's continue. Yeah, <laughs> no, defensively, he's one of the best no, no. defensive like, players I've ever seen. And his IQ, like, that's talent, man. Like, he's one of the smartest basketball players, like, on the floor at all times. He's, he's legitimately good. Mis- he just makes bonehead decisions. Not bonehead, he just yeah. has a temper. He needs <laughs> he needs to get put in detention, all right? Like, in school mm-hmm. suspension. If if he can straighten out his act and just kind of fly right, they will be in a better place. Uh, Kerr just needs to basically re-energize the squad. I, I do think that they need to make a couple moves around the, the margins to just kind of beef up their – like Chris Paul being out doesn't help them at all. I mean, they've just got a lot going on. And if it sorts itself out a little bit in the next month, I think they'll get it back together and they'll get into contention and at least to play in. You know, uh, seven eight range. They that's a tough sell for me. They, I think they'll certainly be playing for the ninth or tenth seed in March if they could go on a run, which they're capable of doing. They're capable Steph, of it with Steph Curry. Anything's possible, right? So they could <laughs> easily they could easily get to seven or eight if they they go on a run, but. Those teams one through ten in the Western Conference, they're not looking behind them. If I'll just put it that way, like they're 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 playing well. Like some teams are playing better than others, <laughs> but certainly uh, 
For example, I'll just use the Lakers as an example. They'll go out there and look like a, a lottery team, and then the next game come out and look like uh, they were supposed to be a top five seed the entire time. So it's, it's this, Jack, this Jekyll and Hyde thing with almost every team, like even the Clippers, like playing some of the best ball that they've played in how, for, for probably a few, a few years. And then all of a sudden they play the Lakers and no one decides to wake up. <laughs> you know, it's, and like, for example, Memphis is playing teams tough and they're not, they're not playing for anything. It's yeah. So uh, Utah has been nuclear hot. I don't think they'll keep that up. Uh, Phoenix, oh, man, all three of those guys could either play or all three of those guys could be injured for the next three months. Anything could happen in Phoenix. And, it, and uh, it's proof that they need all three to be. And D- Dallas is held together with duct tape and spit. So they got that going against them. I don't trust the Lakers at all. I, I just don't. I mean, they've been healthy all season too. Um, they're big too, which is a real rarity for them. So they, someone's going to have to win the ninth or tenth seed, <laughs> and it, it's, it's it's one true. Of those, it's one of those things where it's like it's either the Jazz, it's either the Lakers, it's either the Rockets, it's either the Warriors, and you'd probably say the Lakers and the Warriors are the ones most equipped or at least wanting to play for that. Uh, I could see the Jazz or the Rockets at one point just admitting to themselves, like, oh, maybe we're just another year away, so let's go get another lottery pick. But uh, I could certainly see the Jazz or the Rockets going on a stretch and being like, no, we want to be in that spot. So, um, Will Hardy's was- a really good coach. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the reason why I, I, I'm not high on the Warriors is because – they had a hell of a run, and they run started. They won their first ship in 2015, but they run really started 10 years ago in 2014. That's hard to do, man. Like, mm-hmm. to, they they played defense to June like multiple years throughout throughout these past 10 years, and the mileage is just adding up. the The mental fatigue is just adding up. It has nothing to do with their talent. I think. Talent wise, they could overcome it. It's just so much, so much that's thrown at me. Like I just think it's time to time to end it and break it up. Like, yeah, uh, I I just I think they I think they plateaued and they plateaued and they drop off. So it's so far off, and it would have to take some serious level of focus just to get back there. And I just think they all like mentally just just need a break. Maybe mainly from each other. It's like Curry look like he's ready to mm-hmm. step away. Draymond probably wants to come to LA. Play is like halfway in, halfway out. Wiggins ain't there. You know, Steph is for miraculously still like trying to galvanize these guys, and it's it's hard, man. It's hard, especially you got young guys in, and they're a team that. When they had they run, they played mostly vets. They didn't play any young guys. The young guys was Steph and Clay and Draymond. Now they're old guys, and they don't have any more vets coming off the bench. They're vets or young guys, and they're just not at that level they want them to be in. It's just mentally, I just think they're they're. I think they're all fried and could need a change of scenery. And uh, Kamanga not being happy is a thing too. Uh, 
So the Rockets are one game behind the Lakers. Golden State's two games behind the Lakers. The Lakers are six games behind the four seed, not four games. Um, uh, it looks like Phoenix is somewhat figuring it out. Dallas likes to, you know, jump between the fifth and seventh seed. They'll probably keep doing that for the rest of the season. And the the Jazz, if they they don't have to be nuclear hot for the entire year, but they just have to be nuclear hot enough to make the teams behind them not be able to reach them. Uh, but yeah. So before we go, we 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 talked a little bit about the standings and stuff like that. What I haven't really asked you guys: How's your general feelings about the Clippers right now? You know, I'll I'll ask Trent first. Well, it's forty games in, twenty six and fourteen. That's twelve games over five hundred. That's fantastic. the The James Harden acquisition has worked out better than anybody could have imagined, largely because Russ has embraced that role off the bench. And as long as as Ty avoids being Ty and keeps them as separated as possible, we got a real chance to do some damage. But every time he gets on top of himself and says, you know, oh, well, he pan- he does that panic move. We're going to go small and, and try and get back in this game. And just it just blows up the spacing and blows up the defense. It's just a disaster. But if we can stay healthy and keep playing the right way, I, I think this team probably destined for 50 wins and probably top two, three seed. All right. And, and then – Ultimately, if we're only going to be engaged on whether or not we win a title, all this regular season stuff is just preamble. They just have to do well. I never had any doubt that that James Harden would be a great in-season addition as long as Ty didn't do what he's going to do a lot, which is play them and play him and Russ at the same time. It's what happens in the playoffs, and, and we're not going to know anything about that for months. Yeah, as I just want the Clippers to go in. And this isn't just a Kawhi Paul George thing. This is everybody's in this now includes zoo. Get into the playoffs healthy, stay healthy, give themselves the best chance to win every series. That's that's what that's what I want. It's not I do want a championship. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I don't want a championship. But if the Clippers go into every series giving them the best chance they're giving themselves the best chance to win I'm going to feel good about this team after the season, you know, and I can't say I I felt that way after the last two seasons. So as long as they could give themselves the best chance, I'll be content and hopefully, and I'm one of those people who thinks that they do give themselves the best chance, then yeah, they are going to win a championship. This team at their, at their best is one of the best teams in the NBA. I'm not discounting other teams by saying that it's just, it's seven games, you know, you never know. Sure. Uh, Damo, how do you feel about the team right now? First ten games, this team was three and seven. <laughs> the last, the last thirty games, this team is going twenty three and seven. All right, twelve games above five hundred. I'm, I'm optimistic. Um, it's unfortunate that as soon as we get Mason back, Zoo goes down. You know, um, but also but, in a way fortunate. Because we did it's get fortunate. Mason back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and now you get a chance to see. It, I think that we're going to see a little bit more fun basketball with the Clippers because of Mason's finishing around the rim is different than Zeus. I'm not saying he's a better finisher, but the way he finishes is different. Mm-hmm. He believes see, he's a Harlem Globetrotter, man. 
Have you he seen does. him just yes. dribble? <laughs> yes. Sometimes, that, sometimes I wish he didn't, but it's, it, yeah, it's, it's uh, woo. yeah, like so I, I'm looking forward to hearing, listening to uh, Brian Seaman um, puns about the lob between the lobs between Harden and, and Mace because I think they're going to be fun. They're going to be fun. They're going to be exciting. Um, Mason is a better playmaker than Sue, so he brings a different dynamic. Um, so I think I think we're still going to be on pace to win majority of the games that we play, as long as we are taking the season serious. And I feel since James got acclimated, um, they have been taking the regular season serious. Two and three have for sure. What Paul's missed two games, Kawhi's mm-hmm. missed four, and it wasn't yeah. because like oh we we're resting guys. They were legit reasons why they miss games. Yeah. Um with that being said, I'm I think that they're capable of getting a top two seed. Uh, it doesn't help that every time I look at the schedule, a team like OKC is playing Utah and Minnesota's playing a depleted Memphis team. Uh yeah. Denver's playing whoever they're playing. It's just it, every time I look at the schedule it seems like oh damn like we got to continue to win because these guys are playing easy. They there's who they're playing. And these other guys' opponents is like not saying it's a guaranteed win, but chances are they're going to win that game. Mm-hmm. So continue to take the season seriously. Um, win out. Don't do no bullshit towards the end of the season tie where you are fitting guys because you want to try to match up with this team and <laughs> not nah, just yeah. just went out. Just absolutely went out. Do what you got to do. Um, that way the basketball guys are going to come bite you in the ass second, third round, whatever. Um, it's going to be really tough to beat us in the seven-game series, I believe. And good luck to the rest of the Western Conference. That's all I got to say about that. There you go. I like that. Uh, I was going to finish on that note, but uh, Trent made uh, an interesting uh Point in his thing about Russ and mm-hmm. embracing the role. Uh, just open-ended. I think we all have our thoughts on this. Trade deadline coming up. Sometimes the Clippers are willing to trade a player that the fan base loves to try to improve the team, whether it works or doesn't work. Do you believe Russ is at all? And what? Okay, let's just do it this way. What percentage up to 100 do you think Russ could get traded at this trade deadline? I I don't think it's going to happen. I would say maybe five or ten percent, and that five or ten percent would be if Russ himself asked for that move. And, and I just don't see it happening. Uh, I mean, I mean, maybe if like if Miami were to deal Kyle Lowry for somebody and then reach out and say, "Hey, Russ, come be our starting point guard," I mean, he'd probably be all in on something like that, some situation like that. But I I. Still, you'd be moving again, and I don't think he wants to do that. I think he's happy here. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, for a multiple, like I think it'll be like exactly what you said. Be about five or ten percent, and that would be based off Russ. Like for one, it's a business move. Russ puts butts in the seats, no matter mm-hmm. you know starting coming off the bench. We seen it last year, like going to the games, seeing the games on TV, where. We were about 65, 70% full. Russ gets there. We're still in got games. Yeah. It just doesn't happen because of, you know, where Russ is in his career. Russ is still Russ at the end of the day. He's a Hall of Famer. 
one of the greatest to, to lace him up on the hardwood. Um, with that being said, it's hard. We we give Russ a lot of shit in our in our group chat about you know him going on sidequest missions, but at the <laughs> same time, what you can't take away from him is the energy he brings. Even if he's playing terrible, he's not going to let his energy waver. He's going to give you the offensive rebounds. He's going to he's going to block a shot. He's going to make a big time steal. And we've seen in the playoffs where you could put him on a Kevin Durant and he could make Kevin Durant's life difficult. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if a if a big guy wants to post him up, he's still athletic enough to front the guy, get the steal, and make him a big-time momentum play. So from a basketball standpoint, I just feel like what he brings, the little, the little intangibles that he brings is hard to replace because not everybody has that. You know, you can replace the person, but you can't replace their heart. And Russ has a ton of a ton of heart. And so I just don't see him being moved. Yeah, like I sent you guys this meme in the chat earlier, and I think Russ fits this thing. Is uh uh there's the two you guys seen the meme where the two guys are on the bus, one looks miserable because mm-hmm. he's looking at the rocks, and the one guy looks happy because he's taking pictures of the mountains and stuff. Yeah. And it's the advanced stats nerd, and then there's that hey, that boy nice <laughs> person. And I feel like the Rust stands are like in that, you know, they're happy they're watching the buzz, but then they're also miserable because, you know, like he doesn't play, you know, 48 minutes a night. But he is that type, he is the player that I do enjoy. Like there there has been moments this year where this the starters will come out flat and I'll be like, you know what? It would be nice. I really want Russ to come in the game. And he's the type of person that sometimes gets us back. We might not maybe cut the lead down, but he gets us energize him back in the game and then once we're back in the game the starters found their groove and then he's probably the reason why it's less efficient at the end of the game right but it's one of those things where it's like and this is such a cliche word but it's very intangible what he brings to the team he is the spark he is the energy we we constantly have for years said we don't have patrick beverly anymore and we need that kind of player and russ probably fits that the closest that we've had since probably Patrick Beverly. Like I think he's better. He is better. And I think uh, people uh, felt like Marcus Morris could still, still been that even when he wasn't playing well, but he just, I don't know, never embraced the role. Like he tried it once against Memphis and he got ejected and that was about it. Uh, I do think there's a place for Russ on this team. I do feel like if Harden ever had to miss time, Russ could step in as a starter, facilitate the offense, and might take a game or two for the offense to get acclimated again to start playing with Russ instead of Harden. But but he could certainly step in. He's a damn good backup point guard to have. It's just, you know, if we could keep the minutes to a minimum, if he's not playing so many fourth quarter minutes, I think, you know, because there's player I could look at the team right now and I would say I'd rather play Norm, I'd rather play Man, I'd rather play Coffee. You know, it's just it's just as simple as that. But there are moments where and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't agree with what Ty is doing, but sometimes it's Russ is the reason why we're back in a game in the fourth quarter. <laughs> you know, and then he'll be like, Thanks for us. Here's an additional five minutes. <laughs> you know, so it's just one of those it's just one of those things. I do feel um, uh, this team is going in the right direction. I do want Russ to be a part of it. Uh, I just hope that 
the team stays healthy enough so Russ doesn't have to play more minutes than he has to. I think that's where a lot of the health thing comes into. Yeah. I agree. And I also feel like when Russ is focused and locked in, he's also a hell of a playmaker and hell of a passer. And mm-hmm. when, as soon as we got Russ, we've seen some passes like, yo, we haven't seen that in a while. Not with LAC. And mm-hmm. Harden, of course, is a much, much better passer and player, playmaker than Russ is. However, when Russ is like calm and not on a thousand, Russ is a, Russ is a very good player for us. And as long as we could just keep him contained somewhat, I think Russ would be great. I think Russ would be fine. Keep, keep him on mission, right? Yeah. Keep him no, on mission. No, stop no with side the side quests. quests. <laughs> stop with the side quests. Stay, stay on the main mission and we will be fine. Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you guys for coming in uh, last minute. Uh, you know, like I said, I'd probably talk Clippers hoops more with you guys. Then this is basically just an on the, this is just a, a recorded version of what the conversations we normally have anyways. Uh, <clears throat> uh, you can find our podcast where you find your podcast. You can find us on X at Ellie clips forum. Come say hi. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to promote? Um, the Addies podcast featuring Adamo will be back in February after our season is um, finished. Okay. Um, granted, if granted playoffs and all that stuff, but it will be back sometime in February. Uh, so just be on the lookout. I'm, I'll be back better than ever. There you go, Trent. Uh, I am using my less structured time much more creatively. I'm working on a comedy album right now, as well as uh, I started my first novel. I mean. I'm doing stuff just oh, there you go. not out in the open yet. I mean, that stuff's long. It's going to take a long time to get it all put together. But. When things are yeah. out in the open, that's that yeah. causes expectations, right? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. It's it's just me trying to fill my hours with the uh, creative fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have any other thoughts in, about the Clippers and NBA general before we head out? You guys good? I, I, it's been it's a good product it really really is mm-hmm. uh, and, and watch some other teams too you know yeah. just just yeah. for fun watch those national televised games for sure yeah. this is probably um one of the best seasons we've had like in a while in terms of stars being available uh, well at least on the western conference i can't really say much on the east so you got yeah, east has been Pretty open too. Lots I mean, of good Joel has been sitting out a lot. Jimmy's missed a lot again. Time Tyrese is missing a lot of time. Uh, Darius Garland is out. You know, Mobley is out. You know, the East is kind of kind of banged up right now. But all in all, it's still some good basketball. I'm I'm excited to see Spicy P with Indiana. Um, <laughs> see how they play when Tyrese gets back. Yeah, I think that's going to be pretty interesting. I actually think, too, like that's the big move that's finally going to shake up the trade deadline and get people, like, even if it's them trading off like marginal pieces and stuff like that. Um, What's the uh, next big big move you guys think is going to happen? I think it's the Warriors shipping that off at least 20 to $40 million. $40 million is awesome. Hmm. That's like, hey, if, if they're able to do that, then yes, I think that the Warriors could make a, a playoff push if they could ship out forty million dollars and get some something of value in return. Yeah, uh, 
I, I have an interesting thing that I want to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen just based on like what the NBA is. But I want a f quite a few players to miss the all uh, the MVP voting because they did not play the 65 games. Yeah. And I want Kawhi to have played more than 65 games. Yeah. And then he's in the conversation and I want him to win it. So people would be like, look, look, at the, look who's the guy who actually played the most games and won the MVP. Absolutely. Player but, participation, Kawhi. <laughs> there we go. Like, I want that to happen so badly. I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think the NBA respects him enough. Uh, but no, it, but you kind of will have, have no choice to put him in there. Like, if if Shay misses games, because you know, he kind of he gets his little ear and injuries as well. Joker is probably the only, yeah, guy Joker doesn't miss time that don't really miss time like that. So it's like, it would be really a Tatum Giannis Joker. really misses time yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like John, like Giannis, Joker, Tatum, Kawhi conversation. If, yeah, if, interesting if they stuff. All stay healthy. And, Funny and how things work out, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if Kawhi could push them to the first seed or something like that, then I think the conversation gets a lot more interesting. Hell yeah, yo! If Kawhi pushes them to the first seed and PG is continuing to play the way he is, we legit have arguments for both guys being MVP candidates. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At, at the very least, all NBA. All oh, in yeah. for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Uh well, thank you, gentlemen. You know, uh, thank you, our listeners as well. You guys could be doing anything with your time. But you're spending it with us and we appreciate it. We're out. Peace. Adios.